ladies and gentlemen. How you doing? It's your boy Dwayne, and already joined by my favorite crew of peoples, as you know. And y'all already know what time it is. This is the greatest audio podcast of all audio podcasts. That's right. I'm talking about none other than Past the Ox, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, we got a real deep subject for y'all today, man. Um, it's going to be cool. But first, before we even really just get into this thing, let me introduce my two peoples because y'all know how we do, man. Can you the intro? So start with the ladies first. Y'all already know none other than <clears throat> Queen of Clatchet. <laughs> Not to be confused with the Queen of Ratchet. And of course, you already know Miss Bougie Thuggin and my also favorite cousin. I'm talking about none other than the one, the only young 2000s vibe. I'm talking about Miss Janine. <laughs> What's that? the best intros it gets better and better every time <laughs> well thank you thank you we hey hey only for the only for the fam man only for the fam you already nah i'm playing we do this for everybody y'all know how we do man this is what we do this is what we do we're intro you know what i mean but of course you can't forget none other than the man the hardest working man in all the show business the man that gives you all of the plans because he got a plan behind a plan, behind a plan, behind a plan. And all these things understand. And I'm talking about the one, the only, you know him as my favorite, your favorite. That's right. Do it with me, people. Mwah! Your critique of artists. I'm talking about none other than the one true tribal chief, none other than Mr. Derek Myers. What's up, sir? Yeah, look, trying with you. That's the that's name good. in my phone. <laughs> <laughs> you technically that's a I could get I could get flame for copyright for that nickname. That actually belongs to someone else, but I just thought it was fitting. It kind of fit. Nah. <laughs> Who cares? It's, it's here now. <laughs> oh man. OTS is OTS will get to that level one day. But right now, then we're not on their radar. So honestly, they don't know. They don't, they don't know. know. They don't nah. know reference. Nah. So uh, Joe, don't come for me. <laughs> don't come for me. All right. I just, I just had to borrow your nickname, sir. Okay. Just, that's it. But <laughs> y'all, what's happening? What's happening? Um, it's great to be with y'all again, as always. Yes, sir. Um, today, you know, y'all know we usually like to have some fun. You know, there's a lot in music and everywhere that's been like crazy you know what i mean uh but we're gonna give y'all a short form edition of the show today man uh you know there's a lot to celebrate uh you know we got a versus battle going on live tonight uh you know shout out to cleveland shout out to memphis 10 you know bone thugs and harmony three six mafia you know putting on for the cities legends and the goats doing their own thing of their respective cities and reminding people some stuff so shout out to that uh shout out to just artists who have dropped dope music whether it was something occasional for the holidays or whether it was just you know music to drop for y'all on surprise you know what i mean uh but let us also take this moment to let y'all know don't forget we will be giving y'all a pass the ox Best of 2021 episode where we go through and give y'all some of our favorite musical moments or musical albums and vibes of this entire year. Because what a dope year of music it has been, I would say, for sure. Uh, I'm sure Derek would agree. I'm sure Janine would agree. That being said, (laughs) yes. All of that to be said right now. Right now, I want to... Make the tone very serious uh, because we lost a rapper, as you guys know, in Young Dolph, uh, Memphis, Tennessee original, Memphis, Tennessee native, uh, North Memphis to be specific to everybody who is from Memphis and knows about the North side, but nonetheless, he was gunned down at a local spot within North Memphis that he was basically doing what he would always do, just popping up shop, showing support, only to be gunned down by surprise, out of nowhere. When the news hit into the scenes, a lot of people were shocked, were in an uproar and just surprised about what just happened. 
to a lot of us, this has been nothing new as of late because we've been seeing this a lot in a very similar fashion. And so we've seen people giving their condolences. We've seen people do what they do. And um, I had a clip to play for y'all from Drink Champs, but I didn't pull it up. So I won't do that. But what I'll do is just kind of paraphrase a lot of what was said. Actually, it was not Drink Champs. It was Breakfast Club. Sorry, guys. It was Breakfast Club where they talked about a situation where he was in this before, where he was gunned down once. Not too long ago, a few years ago to be exact, but he actually made it through alive with this one. And to my understanding, after doing my research on Dolph, Dolph was really always built to just be the type of person to go into a place by himself with no care and no problem in the world. Only to find out that even with the status that he had, even right there on The Breakfast Club, they made it known like, Dolph, no, you can't do that. Like, you got status, man. You can't be going and just popping up places by yourself. Now, according to him, it was a learning lesson based off the last incident that happened a few years back with, you know, getting shot up. But it carried to recent day where apparently the same case, but did not walk out on the other end of it. So giving the history of what has happened, a lot of people have had their opinions and thoughts on what happened with Young Dolph. And I have my favorite peoples with me here to just discuss this, this subject as a whole of even going back to the days when we were too young to really remember this, but remember it enough of how it impacted with Pac and Biggie's deaths, mm -hmm. resulting in shootings and killings. But yet, since then, we didn't really hear or see a lot about this to this degree. Uh, the biggest beef that came about from then in those days was I believe Ja Rule and 50 Cent, which was physical, but never involved guns to either one of them being dead. Uh, and then down the line, even beyond all of that, as the uh, gangster rap era kind of, I guess you could say faded mm -hmm. and things got more be yourself, be who you are, street rap was still a thing with the Gucci Mans, the Young Jeezy's and so many others, the TI's, if you want to throw TI in there as well. But even with that, it was more, you heard about things. We know TI went to jail a lot of times for gun possession, different things like that, but it never resulted in him being shot and killed or anything of that nature. So I want to ask you guys, like, what do you think has led to these recent events that we've seen these past few years with these artists just being gunned down in their own neighborhoods at that. It's, um, it's a lot to try to dissect and break down and peel away layers. Um, as far, I guess your first question was what's leading up to it happening more frequently now. I mm -hmm. think music has become a come up, right? Like it, it, you don't have to have a major label behind you anymore. If you can buy studio time or if you can buy the equipment, uh, if you have a phone, goddamn, you can songs. And if you can create a following, that's a badge, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so we see a lot of street dudes who are talented musically be able to get a bag and it happens quickly. And sometimes it's not enough time to separate themselves from the street shit that they were doing or the street shit that they were doing to fund their music and the beef carries on. And I think that that's what happened here. Like, obviously, Dolph had, like, real beef because this wasn't the first attempt at his life, as you said. Um, and it ended very unfortunately. Um, 
it sucks though, like in his situation, like in Nipsey's situation where it happens at home. Like the one place where you're supposed to feel comfortable and supposed to feel like I could walk around with no security is not the place where you're supposed to do that because your home is they're they're gonna give you the most love, but that's where a lot of the hate comes comes from too. Like how 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 dare you be successful? Like how dare you be able to come up out of this shit that I wasn't able to come up out of? And there's a lot of hating going on. Um, so you know you have this thing where people people want to stay real or stay true to who they are, and they don't want to have this. Uh, security but you kind of have to oh yeah you, know? you need to i mean i think uh yeah i think i think it really boils down to jealousy because you have yeah. people that are um the people that are that that are uh, actually taking this type of action against these guys um that came up the same way they came up the the difference is they're they're not willing to put in that same level of hard work and dedication that these guys put into uh, to separate themselves. So when you when you see someone that came from where you came from that is successful and is doing what you wanted to do, um, it's a matter of time. I mean, that's why like it sucks to say this, but like you cannot live where you came from like when, when you get like that I, because you do that then all of a sudden stuff like this happens like take nipsey for example like janine said he 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 lived that life to he lived that life and that life supplied the 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 necessary uh uh money to get started in, 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 in music, right? Mm -hmm. And he basically applied that same hustle to music. That's it. That's, that's, that's it. But the guy who killed him was also a crip that <laughs> just didn't apply the same, the same logic and, and, and knowledge. Like, how do you go to someone that, that is trying to do good in your neighborhood, you know, actually make a difference. And you're, you're that, like, I can't even imagine being that jealous of someone. You, you, you're, you're that pissed off that someone is able to, to be successful, that you want to take their life and not just their life, but the lives of their loved ones. Because I mean, you know, these guys have young kids, um, parents, siblings, husbands, I mean, wives, you know what I'm saying? Like, they they have people that their lives are forever changed, and then your family's life is also forever changed because you decided to be stupid. Mm -hmm. Like it's it's you're 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 affecting more people <laughs> than you really think mm -hmm. with your stupidity. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. and, and and it's also a level of selfishness to it as well. Like you're you're that you're that insecure that you would rather take someone out that is that bright that doesn't even make sense and honestly these people these guys legacies live on because they're doing so well like not just not just uh like like with their careers but they're doing so well with trying to uh create positivity in their neighborhood like how demented do you have to be to 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 put out that kind of like you and know, it wasn't like they were on some like arrogant shit. I mean, of course, like I'm gonna be on some like flashy shit because like I work hard. I do. It's a part of the lifestyle too. I have yeah. it. It's my lifestyle, but like I'm still ten toes down in the community. Like I am giving back. Like I'm putting food on multiple tables. You know what I mean? So it's like it sucks. Like you want to become successful, to ultimately come back and give back. But we're seeing a trend where when you do that, it's to your demise. Like you, you have to separate yourself, and it sucks that that, that is. Well, like that. And it sucks like that because of the fact that these guys have this mentality of like, 
you know, trying to make sure that people that are from their neighborhood know they're still real. Like there's, there's, there's still, there's still, they might have this, this success, but they're not allowing that success to allow them to forget about their people. And like, I get it. I, I understand, I understand that and respect it, but like, it's almost like you, you can't be, at least if you're going to be in your neighborhood, you have to have, uh, 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 you have to have more security <laughs> just to be there, which is weird. You want your people to be able to 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 come close to you, especially when you're trying to inspire uh, the next generation. You want them to be able to to you know love on you and 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 you know partake in your success as well. Like you're you're bringing that neighborhood up with you, mm-hmm. you know. But you can't you can't you just can't live there and 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 be comfortable. You know, it's almost like you have to, you have to, you're not, you're not like it's home, but it's not home. You can't, you can't be there like that, Yeah, which is weird. That's, that's weird. Yeah. Charlemagne had a lot to say about that in terms of exactly what you just emphasized about, like, we see these rappers trying to give back to their communities and, and, and literally live here. Like, I'm not going in. You think about a guy like 50 Cent who is from Queens, New York, but did not stay in Queens. Mm-hmm. With all the success he has and probably will never stay in Queens, especially with the success he has. But you're also talking about a man who knows that in that same hood, he was pretty much shot nine times. Mm-hmm. And if he was to probably go back to stay in that hood, even with the status he has now, somebody would be like, oh, you were shot nine times here. I owe you a shot. Only this time, you ain't surviving. You know, it's almost like yeah. a level of invincibility. When, like, when you get shot, yeah, you live through it, and then you know you still like, hey, <laughs> that didn't take me out. Like, that's that's what we saw with Tupac. Yeah, that level yeah. of invincibility and almost arrogance of just like I can't be touched. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? It's glad I'm glad you brought up Pop because that's a comparison that Dolph got in terms of when he last got shot before this incident. They were yeah. talking about like, man, you hopped literally after that moment when you got shot, and it wasn't in Memphis when it happened. This was somewhere, I believe you this was Los Angeles. Yeah, this was mm-hmm. some other city. This happened in, but he came right out. They said he had a sling on. Everything came right out, got on his social medias. Hey, I'm here. I'm ready. I'm still doing what I do. And they was like, bro, I for sure thought this the new Tupac in a way. You came straight up out of that like nothing happened and went right back to doing your usual business, like in the studio, finna go do this, finna just get on my grind. And like when you see this happen, it just, you know, makes you say, like, why? feel that way you know and i i get it you know if you survive a shot you do kind of i get the invincible feeling but you still have flesh and bullets do still go through don't matter yeah but think about it you feel like you have that level of invincibility just in terms of like status like you can go anywhere you want you can buy almost virtually like anything you want and it's almost like and I'm pretty sure that's why Dolph also felt like he he didn't need security because like I'm uh, like it's it's almost like looking at it just like like I'm this superstar, you know. People should be able to show that level of respect without you know having security like that, right? Mm-hmm. And you're thinking that you're in your hometown, like hey, you should be able to move around the way you want to be able to move around. No, you can't. <laughs> Slipping. Oh yeah, anywhere, anywhere, but especially at home, when where people know like where you like to frequent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come on. And they said like he had just did like a little quick like check in interview type thing where he was like, "Yep, every every week I am up here and get getting these cookies." You know what I mean? So like, mm-hmm. it's a routine. Like we know what your routine is. We mm-hmm. we are weird. 
Yeah, that's sad. That's that's a sad thing. I mean, yeah, and it's it's weird when you think about because um, a lot like it's it's very similar to the Nipsey situation because a lot, you know, Memphis has been still in an uproar since this news, attempting to find whoever was behind this, mm-hmm. trying to do whatever, however, just in a war, if you will. And it just makes you wonder, like, because even with Nipsey, it was the same case in LA. Like, people were just in an uproar, like, yo, who did this to a guy, like, really trying to give back where we are? Like, why would you do that? And it's almost like a half and half situation sometimes with this, where you got the people that respect what you do for your hometown, because almost like a double standard in a way, because if you leave your hood, it's almost like, oh man, you ain't. You ain't from here because you, you ain't even, you ain't even, we don't see you nowhere. We don't even see you out. But when you that one that's like, going back to what Charlemagne was saying, it's like that jealousy factor, kind of like what you mentioned. It's like, you suddenly like, okay, I'm staying here. I'm not going anywhere. But it's almost but you, like, it's almost like survivor's remorse too. Yeah. Like Weird. you made it out. And then you you looking back at, at, at everyone that came that's living where you came from, like I want to pull y'all up with me. Yeah, I want to do it, but like you know, you just feel guilty of like having this level of success. Yeah. You shouldn't. That that's how it reads. <laughs> that's how yeah. it reads. I I don't I don't like I get it, but bro, I'm telling you, man, that this. If the whole uh, uh, Nipsey situation didn't wake people up, I honestly don't know what will at this point. I agree because um, even, I mean, if we break in this in the coasts, I mean, based off a lot of things and from doing research, because, you know, Dolph was a guy I knew about, but didn't really just, I knew he was from Memphis, knew he was a rapper, knew he was doing his thing. But I never really got a chance to really just look up on him. And, I, and after this recent news, I really just had a chance to check out interviews with him and see where his mind was at and to see where his influences were, the masterpieces of the world, the, you know, that whole era that we all know very well. With him being 36, he was basically in our age range. So everybody we knew and watched and witnessed and listened to was inspiring him to get into this thing. The fact that he would say, man, look, I, how independent he was for one and how labels kept throwing money at him. And he kept going to his fans about, yo, should I sign this deal? Nah, bump it. Let me just keep on doing what I'm doing because it's clearly working if they keep throwing me these offers. So keep doing what I'm doing. I'm gonna just pull up to any, any, low, any artist I want, give them the bag, like, hey, here you go. What, how much how much you need for us to make this collab happen and blowing up and it's one of those things where when you look at who he was and you really see that he was a simple dude that really did love his city but also was a businessman that really knew his business and really understood it much like you said with Nipsey being able to take that and apply it into the music business to mm-hmm. street hustle, apply it to the business world and figure out ways to grow, manifest. And I feel like Dolph could have got to that level of being what a Nipsey were, like taking it out the street life to be that much more introspective. Like, I don't know. He has a slogan where he just doesn't trust no, no woman, no female, apparently, where, you know, they asked him about that. And in his mind, it was, man, y'all, y'all be tripping sometime now. I know Janine know. You know, as a woman, you know, like, oh, like I don't I know. Like a man's downfall a lot of the time is is a woman. Wars were started over women. Like I totally yeah. understand. Yeah. So, um, a lot of setups happen because you got caught slipping with a female. Like mm-hmm. I totally get it. Yeah. I'm all I'm all for girl power, but I I totally understand. Yeah, you know, like he made it very clear in his songs about that. But then, even in interviews, when it was a woman, you know, I actually asked him that. I was like, I just want to know, like, what if the right one come along? And it's like, 
you could tell, like, not that he don't believe in it, but clearly he, he saw he was working things out with his baby mama, obviously, and making that work with his family. So mm-hmm. it was, there was things where he was really starting to evolve and mature in a lot of other aspects of life. And for this to be cut short like that, to show, like, you know, where do you go from here? Like, I just have to know if you're a rapper right now, what are you even thinking? Are you still thinking about the bag? Still thinking about your hood in terms of like, hey, that ain't gonna happen to me. Or like, what do you what is even going through your mind right now? Like you said, if it didn't happen, if it didn't wake you up with Nipsey and this Dolph situation doesn't make you wake up, who will it take? What will it take? I think it's like it's just it's it's, it's just so difficult because it's like you don't want to jade you because like yes giving back to your hood or going back home isn't necessarily smart I guess inside of the grand scheme of things but then you don't want to get to a point where you're like yo I'm gonna make it and I'm gonna say fuck them you know what I'm saying because like Mm -hmm. I think the whole goal ultimately is to try to shift the mindset and to stop this hating type of mentality and to try to give back and to try to put more money into the neighborhood so so that it doesn't end up like this. So it's like on one hand, you're like the smart thing to do would be this, but I still have love for my people. So even though it hasn't played out so well, I still Mm -hmm. love y'all and I still want to give back. So it's it's a really difficult position to be in because you don't want to give up on folks, but you kind of have to. I don't think that it's really that you have to like not do what you want for your, your hometown, but you just have to be like strategic and smart about it, like in terms of how you move. I'm sorry. Like, I love y'all, but from like a distance. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and especially yeah. when you have so much more responsibility in terms of like just business wise or even, you know, your, your, your own wife and kids, like you have to be able to, to move in a smart way, especially when you know you come from a specific lifestyle where you can get caught slipping. I mean, if you, if you, if you're caught slipping, that's it, you know, like you have to, you have to be smart about it in terms of, the way you move and 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 the protection you have around you when you move um i think it just comes down to that but i don't think that let me put it like this i think when you have some some people that come from situations that they come from they're not they're not thinking about security measures you know what I'm saying? Like that's never that's not really a thought in terms of like I can't go certain places without, you know, having someone with me or or people with me or whatever. They don't they just don't move like that, you know? Um so you think that you just have that ability to move when you when you, you know, have money and it's almost like like there should be which is it's kind of going to sound ridiculous but there should be a crash course for artists in terms of like how to move uh how to save how 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 to not uh 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 um, blow your money you know and 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 focus on the artistry like it almost seems like there needs to be something like that um, before you like get into the industry. But because of the way technology is right now, I, I think something like that would have happened or would have been uh, uh, more possible before technology became what it is. Because there is no uh, uh, gatekeeper at this point. It's your phone, the internet, social media, as long as you got everything plugged away like plugged away like that, you're good. And, and and it's just about being able to be consistent. There is no way to stop someone from putting out their material. So um, you know, it there should be a crash course, but I, I, I don't 
I don't know how you, you know, have someone come in and do that <laughs> because yes. without, I mean, unless they really want to learn that people, but people really just want to focus on getting the money and, 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 you know, blowing up and the fame and stuff like that. Fame comes with a cost. Yeah. And I think the crash course comes from like these people's interviews, like they're literally living their lives and sharing their lives on social media and like Dwayne's that going back and watching interviews after someone has passed you're like okay like they were dropping gems this whole time like mm -hmm. they, they, they they had the right mindset but it's like me having the right mindset and wanting to do right and trying to move as carefully as possible even though he could have had more security mm -hmm. that's that's not gonna stop a fucking hater you know what i mean like that's mm -hmm. that's not gonna stop somebody from doing something dumb and like even mm -hmm. it like even in a situation where i have my boys around who are supposed to be protecting me so to speak if these are my boys and they're supposed to be the people i trust to kind of look out it takes a second to get shot like i don't like how many people need to be there to to guarantee you won't get caught with a b bullet or won't get caught by a bullet. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 it you basically I think bottom line is you have to really just pay attention to who you have around you. Like you have to you have to really make sure that you have people around you that you can like truly trust, and 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 make sure that that you know, you try to move as safe as possible. It's, it's hard. You're not going to be able to, you know, block everything. But I, I think as long as you're able to maybe like move strategically, it, it should, it should eliminate, you know, a lot of uh, opportunities. It should, but again, honestly, I, I don't, I, it, because we've seen this happen multiple times since since Nipsey uh, uh, was killed, mm -hmm. I I don't I don't think anybody's really learned that lesson. I I I really don't. I I don't think that that's something that anyone will learn. Yeah. Uh, because I think this is going to be something that continues to happen. This is unfortunately this is going to be something that continues to happen. It's not going to be something that I think we won't see anymore because mm -hmm. jealousy is not. There's no expiration date on jealousy. <laughs> that's true. You know, it, it's that's gonna be that's gonna be around as long as human the human race is, is here, you know. Um, so it sucks, but check the people you got around you. That's the only thing that can that you can do. Check the people you got around you, try to try to move as safe as possible. Yeah, I, I was gonna ask, you know, you took the words out of my mouth with that a little bit because I was gonna ask you. I felt like there was just a, a true solution to what we're seeing as of late, you know, because, you know, um, a lot of these rappers have been dying younger. Um, you know, common age fact, you know, Pop, 25, Biggie, 24, you know, Dolph, 36, uh, you know, Vaughn was what? 19, 20, 21. Nipsey was 33. Yeah. 33 for Nipsey, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, not even chances to really, like, live out your full potential life. You know? Nah, you barely, you barely even scratched the surface of your prime years at that point. Yeah. But see, what, what's interesting, and I guess what makes me ask if y'all feel there's a solution to this, because, again, when you think about the 50 cents, the masterpiece, you know, even a guy like Snoop, mm -hmm. you know, these are guys who have been in the streets a long time. You know, you can even make a case for a guy like DMX, you know, that it wasn't gun violence that took his life away, but we know he was a product of the streets, but we also knew what kind of mind he had too. So do you think it's mental? Do you think it's what what would you say is a solution to this? Like, do these guys like a 50 Cent and like a Master P or somebody? I know Master P once said that 
hip hop should have a union. It should. You, you know? It most definitely should. Especially when you have people that are that are dying so young and, and they still have families and like like I think Nipsey was smart as hell to have a lot of stuff set up that early. Mm-hmm. Like it's only by the grace of God that that even happened because he had all of his uh, um, he had all, all of his uh, masters, you know, he, he, so he owned his material. So every time you, you stream his music, his family gets paid. Um, he had to deal with, with Puma. Uh, he was doing everything with the clothing line. You know, that's something that I think um, sets his family up very well you know but not every rapper has that situation you know so when you get gunned down that early you know yeah you have you you have money from like from labels but that doesn't that doesn't when once that artist is gone you know you the family doesn't own the if the family doesn't own the the masters that's that's pretty much all you got at that point. So yeah, it'd be nice to set these families up so that you know if these these artists you know are taken early, they can be at least be taken care of. Um, but the way I think the, you're what you're seeing with with Snoop or with Fifty um, or Master P is that they've learned how to move. That's it. That's the difference between them and and other people that that were taken early they learned how to move and and how to be strategic with it you know still you can still do what you need to do but do it the right way and i think they're the shining examples of that especially 50 especially 50 you know Uh, but you've you've got people see the, the problem is also when you're that young of course you think you're invincible just based off of age not even status or <laughs> whatever just based off of age alone i'm not nothing going to happen to me you know how much yeah. stupid stuff i did <laughs> like yeah. in my 20s just because i you know, i was good i thought i was good mm. no i've drove up to 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 uh pennsylvania averaging 90 miles an hour on, on back roads because you're an outlaw just because I knew I was good. Like I didn't, it didn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's like, you have to, that's why it's important for, for OGs to really like step in. And, and, but when they do, it's important for, for those young guys to listen, you know? And, and, and of course, a lot of that stuff of not listening, I'm not saying that Nipsey or, or, Daw for them, uh, you know, any of these other guys that 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 you know tragically lost their lives. Not saying that they they that they didn't listen or anything like that, but when you have guys that just you know just continue to just move the way they want to move without the thought, <laughs> you know, I don't know about much about King Von, but that seemed to be kind of like the case with him. You know, so I, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't there is no solution though. There is no solution to this. <laughs> Bottom line. It's just it's a tragic story, but you just gotta do the right things in terms of moving the right way. That's it. So let me ask you guys this then. Um here's an interesting yet possible coincidental connection between most of the artists that we just named here. I'm gonna name some names here. And I'm gonna name a common denominator of all of these names that I mentioned. Mo, King Von, XXX Tenacion, if I said his name right, Triple X. I'll say XXX, I don't know how to say that. But, But Young Dolph, Aaliyah, Mm -hmm. Common Denominator, All Dead, Other Common Denominator, 
all signed. Oh, one more name, D Smoke. All signed oh. under Empire. Mm-hmm. Pop Smoke was another guy. I'm not sure who he was signed with, but that's another guy that that this happened to as well. Agreed. Agreed. You said they were all signed under Empire. Conspiracy theories there. Yeah, that's that's a that's a that's a deep rabbit hole you can go into. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I mean, the entertainment yeah, industry is an evil industry, man. Like, I mean, it wouldn't be far fetched to feel because I feel like I saw somewhere where it was like uh, these uh, labels have like insurance policies over their artists. So if they die, like they, they, they definitely collect. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked. You know what I mean? Like the- Which mob. from a business perspective though, yeah. that's, that makes sense from a business perspective. You know? Sucks, it's- but I get it. I think, you know, we're talking about a solution. I think- the solution is, I don't know how long it's going to take, but just like changing the mindset of our people, man, like, like we're the only genre where we're dying like this. You don't hear stories like this about country singers, pop, pop singers, rock artists, you know what I mean? Like not to make it a race thing, but it's facts. Like it's, it's going to take unlearning this like street mentality like like we can't all win type thing you know what i mean i don't i don't know how that gets fixed but you know what the the uh the differences between hip-hop and those other genres the majority of artists come from areas that are Slums that are yeah. bad areas. So you you have people like it's almost like the the um the argument of like uh you know how people talk about the, like the black on black crime type thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's 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 about proximity. It's about yeah. pro- about proximity. So when you come from these specific areas, like I don't think we see things like this in country music because a lot of those it's country so artists. <laughs> went to private school or yeah they they don't come from places where stuff like this happens you know like so but but it's proximity but but, it's proximity that's it but think about a guy like a flow rider flow rider's from the streets Mm -hmm. pitbull's from the streets (laughs) pitbull is from the streets yeah you know what i mean yeah, so well, that's what I'm saying. Like the majority of the artists, though, that's what that's what I'm saying. Even, like, even a guy like, dare I say, even a guy like Chameleonaire, who a lot of people don't realize is, you mm-hmm. know, all it took was what he had out, and that man, you know, going back to what you said about moving different, coming out of Houston, mm-hmm. Houston, Texas, where you know, just need I say more in terms of a big music market, yes, but also a dangerous city in its own right with, with certain things and like doing what he's doing quietly in his own world of, of making tons of money you know so you can change the mindset a lot mm-hmm. you know now I'm not saying that obviously to my understanding Camillionaire never really wrote music about street life unless it was hustling but you know it still just has a factor that you can be from a hip hop lane and change your mindset a lot to, you know. Let me ask you this. Are you talking about the mindset of the artist or the mindset of the people? Because I think it's it's different when you're talking about the artist versus the people because of the fact that, again, it's the area. Like, I don't think you're going to be able to change the mindset of the people that are from that area. You know what I'm saying? I, I really don't. I think, uh, and that that has nothing to do with race. It's just about where, wherever these people come from, where you have people that are in these, like take take Detroit, for example. Like you have, like Eminem came from Detroit, right? Mm-hmm. He, he's He's not, 
he he never out from what i understand he never dealt with something like this but he he also learned how to move differently after a while you know um but he he wasn't in a specific lifestyle before uh 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 before fame that in terms of like gang violence and stuff like that he wasn't from my knowledge <laughs> he wasn't he wasn't doing it like that so i think when you're talking about the like the mindset i i don't think it has it's really more so the 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 artist mindset than it is the 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 people from where they come from you know i think that's the thing that that i think if that changed in terms of and it's not all the people i like i don't even want to make it sound like it's all right. the people but there's mm-hmm. there are select people that are from those areas that grew up with these artists that just feel like they 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 have the right to take that life because they're they didn't make it themselves which i don't i I don't understand that mindset because logically if i see someone that is doing what i want to do and they're from where i'm from and i have access to them wouldn't that just make sense to just talk to them and try to learn how they did xyz yeah and i was definitely talking about the mindset of the people because like it's not rappers shooting each other it's usually just like a a random street dude Mm -hmm. and i feel like you're right circumstances and proximity is why people act like this but Mm -hmm. i also feel like that's why and that's why a a nipsey or that's why adolf was going back to be like we don't have to do this like Mm -hmm. if if i win i can help all of us win it may not all be on this same level but i'm showing you it's possible and i'm showing you that i'm not trying to have it all for myself so Mm -hmm. i think the goal was to try to shift the the mindset of the common not the common people but just everybody you know it's just not it's just not catching i think the intention is there it's just not happening yeah yeah it's a process it's a process. It's and I, I, but I will say I think what the 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 seed that Nipsey planted, like in his community, I think that that's something that other communities will you know continue to to learn from for sure. You know, hopefully that's something that 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 um that helps change uh, a lot of these people in terms of like perspective. Because again, if you have someone that that's from where you're from, that that came up how you came up, and is successful, there's no need to take them out. Just try to learn from them. And you might not be the artist yourself, but you can. You there's a ton of positions in the music industry that you can put your talents, you know, uh, 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 to work with. There's a lot of things you can do. Have to be inside the industry. Like it's just the the hustle. Like the same way that they took street hustle and then applied it to business, mm-hmm. like just whatever that hustle and grind is, and and apply it to whatever your lane is, you know. Which makes sense. Mm-hmm. I agree, and so that's a good transition to ask this final question to y'all, and with this mindset in general of the people of the rapper in general just in, with this entire genre as a whole mm-hmm. based off some of the things i've heard from all these other podcasts about life and death power and life and death within the tongue of what you speak uh what you put out into the atmosphere is what is going to eventually come your way if you talk about the guns, the drugs, the gangs, the this, the that's surviving. You're setting yourself up for an initial eventual gun down, being a product of what you literally just rapped about, that you're implanting into other people because this is what they buy and this is what they listen to. Is that truly the case? Does that need to change too? Or is it because it sells so well, you can't change it until you change the minds of the people and what they say? 
I think manifesting is very much real, but I also feel like you can't tell somebody that they can't tell their story. Like, I think there's a difference between this is shit that I actually went through. This is the life that I was actually living. This is a, this is more so a testimony, if anything, to show like, yeah, I, I did that, but I was able to come up out of it, or at least I'm trying to. I mm-hmm. think there's a difference from doing that and somebody who's just, wanting to put on a put on a facade because they do that particular image sales Mm -hmm. and i think the reason why a loss like nip or a loss like Dolph hurts people and and i want to say this too you weirdo fans that are like you know saying that people can't be hurt when someone dies because they never posted their music or 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 because they weren't a fan beforehand that's fucking dumb stop it like real recognizes real and i think with like the doff and nip regardless of if you were a diehard fan of their music you Mm -hmm. were a fan of the person of the man and how they moved and how they obviously inspired and touched a, a lot of people because real penetrate through all the bullshit so i don't think it needs to stop because again like it's a testimony mm-hmm. but, um yeah i don't know yeah i mean I, I agree with that i think that um um I, I, that what you just described that's something that that uh with with nipsey like i didn't get into his music until victory lap like until victory lap came out that's when i that's when i first listened to his music i look i was a fan of of nip the person just based off his interviews that was it i, I looked forward to every interview i could i could i could catch from him and then i was like oh yeah maybe i need to listen to his music because <laughs> i started listening to his music and then and then that's when that's when he was you know he was taken so I agree with that. Um, what was the question again? Uh, just in terms of when you speak life, oh, like you know what you put out there, you know, yeah. Do it does should you change that to keep this from happening, you know, or because it no. sells as well as it does, much like sex and everything else in the music industry, is it something you just have to keep doing? And then if it happens to you, it happens to you because you put it out there, or yeah, I mean, I, I I agree that, you know, manifestation is real. You know, I, I don't think that, I don't even, I don't know that it really, I'm not going to say that, of course, if you don't rap about, you know, a specific lifestyle, you're not going to get shot. Like, Jay-Z rapped about it. But it would also be corny if he was still rapping about, about being on the corner. <laughs> so like the way i think about music is like music is like almost like a diary like you talk about where you are in present time so it's it's unrealistic or uh kind of silly to expect artists that um that have these that live these lifestyles or have lived these lifestyles to say you know they shouldn't talk about it i do believe you can still talk about it without uh I think you. I think you could. I think you could say certain things without uh, uh, fully expressing, like or saying certain words that can probably manifest something. Um, but I mean, life and power is in a is is what well, life and death is in the power of the tongue, right? So like it 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 is a real thing. Um, but I don't. I don't know that we're going to see the end of this just because people stop rapping about being on the corner or whatever I, I, I yeah you're not you're not gonna stop that wholeheartedly again because you have people that are stupid that are jealous that ruin their own lives off of like the stupidest things so yeah that'll that'll never end that'll never end i'm sorry I, 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 but manifestation is a real thing though so and I know 50 Cent said he spoke about that a lot with Pop Smoke. And he said that he even told Pop, hey, yo, you gotta you gotta stop saying XYZ in your music because think about it, you're gonna be on stage 
countless times repeating the same words over and over and over and over again. And that will draw that type of energy toward you. And I do agree that that's something that is real. That is real. That's what I'm saying. You almost have to like figure out a certain way to, to tell certain stories without maybe calling certain things toward you. I think there's, there's a way to do that, but uh, it's not going to stop anything, honestly. So, well, um, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, at the end of the day, you've heard a bit of what we've said and thought in this subject matter as a whole. Uh, ultimately, it's up to you, the people. It's up to you how you feel, what you choose to listen to, what you choose to do, what you know, what you don't know, how you educate your own mind, how you educate yourselves. Regardless of where you come from, suburban, streets, slums, the highest of the high ends of the highest sides of town, wherever. At the end of the day, you've heard from us. You've heard our thoughts. Take it for yourself. Take it in. How you feel? Uh, now, guys, I can't let us in on a serious note like that. It's been too. It's been too heavy. And they love us when we're light. They do. They love us when we're light and cheerful. You know, look at this idiot, man. I haven't seen a smile in it. Yeah. So I have to ask this. I'm going to do this in reverse. I'm going to do this in reverse. I'm going to do a different version of what's been in your ears because of one specific app by the name of now. This is going to be interesting because I know Derek doesn't really probably vibe with this one. But I can, I can play Spotify Warped for him anyway. Because I got an idea of what the majority has been for his year. So, right, we don't even Spotify. Do that. Yeah, we don't need Spotify to know what Derek's been warped with in all of 2021. But still, for, for kicks and giggles, y'all, we'll do a Spotify version of what's in your ears in terms of a collection of what you've had this year. And, uh, well, we may not get the exact mathematics of everything they do, but... <laughs> Who would you say you found yourself listening to the majority of this entire year so far? Just to give them a preview of our next episode. Yeah. Who would you say in a collective unit you found yourself listening to majority this year? Honestly, I don't think I have one, one artist. Like I have not sat and really just consumed albums in such a long time. Like a lot of what be, I listen to. It could be genre. To, it could be genre, yeah. Kazo. Yeah, it could be genre. A lot genre. of my stuff is like playlists. I have an Afrobeats playlist that gets played every day. I have a um, breaking R&B um, playlist that I play pretty much every day. Mm -hmm. um, maybe if I had to do artists, like if I had to, as far as like what albums I've sat and listened to over and over again, um, Tiana Taylor. Mm -hmm. uh, Give in, um, Nipsey always, um, Isaiah Rashad. I was spending a lot too. Um, mm. and this past week, Wale's album, like, <laughs> my I, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of. I'm a fan of when people get into the bag of mm -hmm. whatever tells me where you're from. Cause everybody sounds like they're from the A now, which is cool. Cause like piece of A town down, but like, <laughs> you're not from here. So like, what, what makes you, you, right? And I feel like when I first heard Jersey club specifically, I lost my fucking mind. When I started to compare Jersey club and like, on Baltimore Club, I was like, okay, I see the the difference. And when Wale gets into his go go bag, he's undefeated, mm -hmm. bro. This is true. Like, undefeated. Yeah. So um, that was my short but long answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can tell you, of course, you know J Cole is number one. Uh, uh yeah. Uh, so it's J Cole. Uh, let me see. Nipsey, Bob Marley, and Black. Those are the those are the top four that I know. I I I could tell, I could tell off of the title. Those are the top four that I've listened to the most this year. Mm. I love it. Yeah, it's expected. You know, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's expected. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
I, I love it. I would say, uh, ooh, oh boy, let's see. The majority of 2021 for your boy. Wow. Kind of like, it's a mixture of both because kind of like Janine, it's like you know, a little mixture of everything. Mm-hmm. It's hard to try to warp this to see who it's mostly been. Genre rise is definitely mostly been hip hop, mostly for this type of year, with a few sprinkles of like, you know, some pop or jazz or like R and B feels in there. But you know, yeah, man, I'm gonna just say bump it. It's been your boy. Low key. I mean, why not? I ain't even gonna lie. It's been your boy highlight, bro. Like, I ain't gonna lie. I don't even think I'm saying that to be full of myself or kind. I'm just being like legit because I'm always in an artist mode, man. Like, I listen to other people. So, like, I know I, when J. Cole dropped his album, yeah, he was he was someone I was had in the rotation for a while. You know, uh, Big Crit dropped the project. Had him in rotation for a while, you know what I mean? Uh, Wale had him in rotation for a while, you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, it always kind of fell back to your boy. Just kind of like, all right, As it I've should. heard some correctives. Let me see what I can get to, 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 you know, get ready for the people. So I don't know, man, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. And then, I mean, you got your throwbacks from some of the verses over the year, you know, this year that have been memorable. But we'll get into all of that in our next episode. All all to say this wrapped was just to give y'all a preview on a light note so it didn't end so seriously. Give y'all a light note to get ready for our next episode of Past Eyes. Why? Because this is going to be a fun one where we take some of our most memorable memorable artists and albums and projects and playlists whatever of this entire year and we throw moments in there too if we, if we can remember some of those you know moments of what someone or somebody did within this year you know all that jazz the it's gonna be a fun episode we want to see y'all there you're listening, so you can't really dress up. But if you feel like you, you you're gonna be in the vicinity of when we do this, <laughs> go put your best dress clothes on, get it ready, because the past the oxy wars are coming to you, ladies and gentlemen. Oh yes, they. And I'll be wearing a hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> My boy Bill Belichick. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, I love it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's all we got, man. I just want to say thank y'all so much again for always rocking with your boy and your girl. You know, your boys and your girl. How do you want to say it? We get plural. All that. Your thank you for song. rocking with us. Yes. <laughs> A saying that has stuck with her ever since. I love it. Uh, <laughs> thank you for rocking with us. We always appreciate y'all, y'all support, y'all love. Coming at you bigger and better next year. We got the guests coming, you know. We got guests coming back next year. I know some of y'all probably missed that a little bit. We'll be bringing that back to you soon, you know. Uh, but we thank y'all so much for always rocking with us, supporting us. Uh, we support y'all. We love y'all. Uh, let us know y'all are live out there, man. We thank y'all uh, for everything we do. Uh, I'm going to let my favorite co-hosts go ahead and get y'all the information so we can get about here so. <clears throat> um at Nina Soul on Instagram, N-I-I-N-A-S-O-L. Uh link and bio. That that's so cringe, but literally link and bio has everything. And then OTS, of course. <laughs> Why do you say that like in a shy way? Like <laughs> because I, I, I hate that. Like I don't want it to be that girl, like mm-hmm. A link in bio. Just I gotta say link in bio because I'm not gonna give you everything. <laughs> you better to <laughs> <a> link. <laughs> oh man. No, but uh at Derek underscore OTS D-E-R-R-I-C-K, black way to spell it. Um power to the people. And uh also uh yes, yes, ma'am. <laughs> the brand OTS Media Co all social media platforms go to the website OTS Media 
www.mediacode.com. Check out the new articles. Check out uh, the shows that we have on there. Please rate and review the shows. Um, we would love to hear more from you guys. Uh, and this is the way we chart, you know, a little more on Apple. So, you know, just give us a little rating, a little review. Let us know how we're doing. And, um, you know, um, I think that's it. <laughs> Is that it? Oh, man. You see what I'm saying? That, hey, well, y'all know what it is, man. Thank you, boy. Y'all already know. Follow your boy, at Dwayne Dickey Jr. on the IG, at Highlight Life on Instagram and Twitter, man. You know, we got some stuff we're working on for y'all getting game plan for next year. Uh, but, you know, we all going to be taking breaks pretty soon. So y'all want to make sure, all right, we're going to make this known real quick, all right? We're going to go a little hiatus for about a couple weeks, all right? So don't come for us when y'all be like, we're past the accent, all right? We putting the one and the disclosure out there now. It's the end of the season, okay? That's why we're giving y'all the end of the year awards, man. It's like the grand finale, the season finale, till we get cracked with the next season, the top next year, all right? Oh, it so is definitely disclaimer, the season finale. <laughs> the disclaimer is out there, all right? <laughs> The disclaimer is out there. I'm just letting y'all know. So don't come for me. Don't come for Derek and Jimmy. We, we going to bring it back. Just that next year. All right. So we're going to see y'all. An opportunity to catch up on anything you've missed. Just just binge watch everything. Binge listen to everything. Even, even if you heard it once before, it's fine. We Thank you. visit episodes. Yes. That's yes. If you ever miss us, we have catalog, baby. Catalog. It's all there. Check it all out, especially Venus and Mars, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure y'all check out the latest episode of Venus and Mars featuring Miss Nikki Franklin, where it was about the insecure. It was two fellas versus two ladies, and you already know who won that battle, but we're not going to say, uh, is that right, Derek? I don't know, you know, but hey. It was, baby. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit of delusion happening here, but it's fine. We can talk about it later. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <About it. laughs> well, <laughs> that being said, good peoples, y'all already know what it is, man. Hey, as Derek said, follow all things OTS Media Co. everywhere from Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, OTS Media, all platforms, www.otsmediaco.com. Make sure y'all think it. And the website did just update, I do believe, didn't it, Derek? Not yet. Or is it Not yet. Well, it's up day <laughs> team. I need some downtime to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, All right, we gotta go break right. out yep. on camera. Time to go. You can't get this whole camera. <laughs> <laughs> yes, follow all things on yes. That being said, thank y'all so much. The ox has officially been passed to you. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>